Still trapped in this strange mere world of Egadon, the party, after killing two of these enlightened beings, Amir of Brynir and Amir of Verlandir, they sought escape, coming upon a strange gentleman by the name of Sironis, who joined their party for the time being, as they were guided downward beneath the Grand Palace in an effort to escape. Strange happenings occurred as the group was compelled into an amphitheater deep below this palace. And when they had all stepped upon the stage, the stands were suddenly full of ghostly sights and a figure that introduced itself as Dajik, which everyone immediately recognized as a mirror of Mick, welcomed them to the stage and bid the performance begin. Is the compulsion to be there still like alive and well in us? Yes, you still have this spell on you. I guess Dominique is going to let the show begin here then. <laughs> Kelly H doesn't move, but she does speak up looking at the spectator box and she's like, Mick, Mick, is that you? Are, are you back? Mick, Mick who? Ah, uh, let's see. I do love a good story. Hmm. What I would like to see from all of you, maybe a romance or something like that, please go to. Dajik just completely ignores Kelnice's question and continues on instructing the performers. Do we feel any compulsion to do anything extra? Or is it just like we're just kind of standing there? Not yet. But ideas, intrusive thoughts that maybe are not your own do enter your head <laughs> as Dajik says that they'd like to see a performance of romance of sorts. Vamak, who is already down on one knee, he feels compelled to reach for a ring to propose. <laughs> but he's going to resist it. Um, he's going to resist as much as he can, and he is going to try to use spirit projection and separate his spirit from his body and have his spirit move off the stage. Okay. Uh, Dominique is going to be very upset when Vamak stops proposing to him. <laughs> he was ready for it. Me? <laughs> so your body remains behind in a state of suspended animation, and your spirit can remain outside your body for up to an hour, or until your concentration is broken. Is this something that is visible to others, or is it just a him experiencing this thing? We just see his body kind of freeze. I would say, by the way it describes your spirit resembling your mortal form, and by the way you can still take damage and, like, cast spells and stuff, I would assume other people can see it. Then, yes, you are visible. You just look like a ghost. In fact, you kind of blend in with the crowd at this point. Dominique stands proud on the stage, realizing that he was always meant for the theater. <laughs> he stares at Dajik, and he says, Am I too bold? Tis not to me she speaks. Two of the fairest stars in all the heaven having some business do entreat her eyes to twinkle in their spheres till they return. The brightness of her cheek would shame those stars as daylight doth a lamp. And then he breaks down crying, overwhelmed by the romance that is Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Was that like... I, I, I yeah, I just looked it up online. That's amazing. I don't even know if we can he use that. Memorized. Shakespeare is defo public domain. Oh, because, yeah, I'm sure Bill Shakespeare's rolling over in his Bill's going to be like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> Wait, who asked if Shakespeare was public domain? I fixed it. I don't know if we can use it. <laughs> I said oh, it's oh. definitely public domain. Seriously, so he's he is like holding his heart, eyes towards 
a spotlight if there is one, tears gently streaming down his face, overcome by the demand to create romance for Dajik. Upon seeing this breathtaking performance by one of the players, Dajik notices Brunier and says, Ah, oh, now we need a lover for him to take. Ah, oh, not you, there. And Dajik points to Brunier and directs him to go towards... Uh, don't worry, this is PG, my friends. Okay, directs him... <laughs> <laughs> directs Brunier, uh, says, you, right there, go to him, please. I, I want to see a little more how this develops. Brunier's not looking at him, so he just he can't follow the order. Okay, so seeing that Brunier is resisting this, will say, you, there, I said, move to him and we'll use intent to force him to go towards Dominique. Great, Brynir, make a charisma saving throw. <laughs> oh, not 20, so 21. You are able to resist, uh, and that probably doesn't bring the, a smile to Dajik's face, but Kelnier steps forward, uh, lifting her hand, and she says, as an unperfect actor on the stage, who with her fears put beside his part, or some fierce thing replete with too much rage, whose strength's abundance weakens her own heart. So I, for fear of trust, forget to say the perfect ceremony of love's right. And then she starts to break down. <laughs> oh, <Yes>. man. <laughs> Dajik literally rolls in his chair in delight <laughs> <laughs> upon seeing this, you know, kind of like flipping his head back like, oh, this is wonderful. And then he continues to direct the the players on the stage, the actors. And seeing some resistance from Brunier, Dajik says out loud, Now, now, uh, the romance is wonderful, but what about a party? We need a scene here, don't we? Let's liven it up. You there. And he points to Val and says, You are going to go to the party with this one over here. And Dajik points to Brunier. Go to his house and pick him up and escort him to the party. Capiche? <laughs> where, where is his house? A door materializes, like a door frame materializes on stage between Val and Brunier. <laughs> Does that answer the question, darling? Val will like nod very uncomfortable and very unsure and like in the most stiff, terrible, awkward way possible, like walk over to the door and like, Kind of like lift a hand to knock and then check with the Jeek to be like like this. Oh, it's it's just the frame. Oh, it's just like you'd have to be <laughs> pantomiming this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he will lift his his fist to an empty door frame and check with the Jeek like is this is this what you want me to do? And then like knock. It's really stiff and bad. He's not a good actor. <laughs> when you make those movements, Seronis behind you goes, and then like notices him making those noises. <laughs> what, what did I? I'm so sorry. I had no choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the club. Uh, Brynjir, it's time to go to the party, I think. I don't know. What in the blazes are you talking about, Val? I don't know. It just go along with it. No, no, no. This is all wrong. Please, give me a little more zest. Invite him. <laughs> and then you hear this loud 
banging on the ground as Rolander suddenly has a staff and it's, you know, there's a single piece of marble on the ground that (laughs) rings out through the entire hall and he's like announcing people entering some grand ball and, but his voice is somehow distant and muted as if coming from the distance. He's just saying things like, welcoming the family zirconium. (laughs) Yes, you heard me right. Arm in arm, Seronis and Kelniace kind of like stride <laughs> past you. <laughs> and both of them seem to be like struggling against these impulses. <laughs> and as soon as they're past Rolandir, they're like separate. Dominique, upon seeing them stride past, goes up to Kelniace and says, I am so happy that you could come into this bowl. Please dance with me. And he offers out his hand. And you see, like, her eyes, like, filled with fury and her teeth gritted. She's like, of course. And she takes her hand. <laughs> uh, they start off like the most beautiful Vien- uh, Viennese waltz. And they're just killing it. <laughs> <A> Vietnamese. <laughs> the Vietnamese waltz. <laughs> Vietnamese. The lesser known waltz. <laughs> Dajik, can you please roll a constitution saving throw? I'll roll. 19. Ah, nuts. Does Dajik feel an effect from... Or literally nope. nothing happens. Okay, cool. No, nothing happens. Seronis steps center stage. Uh, he seems to be resisting these effects on him. And he says, You call yourself a master of ceremonies. Would you not afford, then, some mercy to your players who perhaps don't uh, know all their lines? Oh, you offer a good point there, actually. A ceremony you say you want? All right, I change the scene now. This is actually... (laughs) This is actually the crowning of the new king. You there. You shall be the king, since you're most well in character. And he points to Dom. Then he points to Seronis and says, You will be doing the crowning. And you all over there, you shall be the queen... Or the future queen. And he winks at Kelniace. And (laughs) the rest of you, ah, what to do with the rest of you? How about you there? Points to Redlandir and says, you are the father of the soon-to-be new king. And you there, he points to Brynir and says, ah, I guess we're a little short here, but that's all right. You shall be the mother of the king. Just crying and crying. Just really get into character, okay? Do you get a sense of that? All right, action. Brynir, make a charisma saving throw. 18. You begin weeping uncontrollably. <laughs> I don't see any other way to end this, and I'm so sorry, Dajik. Um, kill maybe Dajik! I'm kill not going to kill him. Oh, Blooming! <laughs> <laughs> Val is going to cast Feeble Mind on Dajik, so he makes an intelligence saving throw. 30. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, succeeds that. (laughs) (laughs) Almost. Almost had him. Yeah, I was real close, though, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Dajik is able to feel that you attempted to, and he knows that you attempted to cast that spell specifically on him. Sensing this, Dajik is going to get the crowd amped up. Is going to say, hey, hey, everybody, ah, who's excited to see this one? A keen ground today. Everybody give it up for the actors. And starts to invite them to 
to clap and to yell and hoo and ha and whatever. As the crowd starts to break out into this thunderous applause, everyone is going to take 17 psychic damage. I didn't even know that was going to happen. That's dope. (laughs) Uh, Dominique is still lost in this. Dominique is on the throne, right? Uh, No, Dominique is actually towards his father. He walks over to his father and he he grasps his hand very seriously and he says, Father, I am not sure if I am ready for this. I know that your health has caused you to give up the throne and the responsibility, but I do not know if you are wise in this decision. May not be wise indeed, but what choice do we have, young Polonius? <laughs> what can I do, Father? How can I be a king like you, a king to lead my people with wisdom and justice and not allow the fell enemies that seek our destruction? You feel a soft hand on your shoulder as Kelnier steps beside you, and she goes, With me at your side, <laughs> we will seek to bring about the peace that we have always sought for in these times, in our lands. Uh, Val is gonna summon an illusory dagger and run up behind Rolandir. (laughs) 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 Aren't you the son? (laughs) I'm I'm Dominique's son. The the grandson. Betrayal. (laughs) (laughs) And, And Val goes, I am supposed to be king. It should be me crowned today. I don't know whose voice that was, but Val has an accent now. So did you actually, like, stab him, or did you just approach no, behind? No, it's, it's an illusory dagger. It's, like, minor illusion, so it just goes straight into you. It's like a prop. <laughs> oh, okay. Perfect prop. Well, Rolandier playing very much the part, lets out a gasp of air, <sighs> and collapses on the ground. <laughs> and Dominique looks towards Val and just says, Well done, son. When the poison did not kill him fast enough, I knew that we would have to take more drastic action. Helnia steps away with a gasp. and My own flesh and blood. Val changes the illusion of the dagger to have blood dripping off of it very dramatically. <laughs> oh my gosh! While all of this is going on, is Dajik entranced by the way this play is going? Oh, you betcha, Sally, baby. Okay. Dajik literally wipes a solitary tear from his eye. <laughs> And is just leaning forward in his chair, got his hand to his face, and is just so encapsulated by this performance. So Dajik probably would not notice a ghostly Vamak floating up through the floor of the box. <laughs> um, I, I don't, I don't know. What do you think, Ryan? Are you trying to be stealthy, Vamak? Because you'll need to roll for stealth. I'm not. Not necessarily stealthy, right? Just kind of vibing with everybody else. So as Vamak was kind of shifting through, because he wasn't walking straight through the crowd, right? He was kind of shifting along with them and clapping along and whatnot, just kind of blending in, but, you know, ever so smoothly floating backwards until he was underneath the box, right? And then he's going to try to float up through the floor. Well, I rolled perception with disadvantage for Dajik and got a critical fail, so I will say that Vamak goes unnoticed, as Dajik is, as Chris said, completely enthralled by the drama unfolding on stage. <laughs> Cutting on stage, yeah. if you look now, Kelanias is lying on the ground. <laughs> she, too, has fallen to the hands, uh, in this case, of the very king who, <laughs> until previously, had 
supposedly loved her. <laughs> Seronis stands with his wooden sword, uh, like plunged into Kelnias, like just like prodding her chest. <laughs> Dajik gasps at this and says, oh, "Reminds me of my days in the theater." <laughs> Vomak will put a finger forward because he doesn't know how to end this thing, and he is going to cast Finger of Death right at the back <laughs> of Dajik, hopefully breaking any sort of concentration um, and giving everybody a chance to, to get out of this. So, Dajik needs to roll a constitution saving throw. 17. Oh, almost, but not quite. Number to beat was 18. Purpley, yellow, sickly-looking necrotic light goes right out of Vamok's finger, which was mere inches away from Dajik's head, as Dajik takes 81 necrotic damage. Alright, so concentration is broken on Dajik and this purplish heat distortion haze that had clouded everyone's vision up till now dissipates. Rolander has an immediate action he's gonna do. Is it to kill Dajik? Oh, you betcha. <laughs> a Dominique just feels foolish standing straight, having finished off a shouting monologue where he was speaking of the new times that were coming in the kingdom. Kelnias bats Seronis's wooden sword aside and then grabs him forcefully to hoist herself back to her feet. Seeing that Dajik is losing control, he immediately stands up and says, I said sit down, and we'll try to force them all to sit down on the stage. Rolandir can make his action, and then everyone needs to roll charisma saving throws. How far away is our dear Dajik? Uh, 60 feet. With a sudden new release from whatever grasp is on him, Rolander draws his sword and faces the box. All right, then everyone gets to make charisma saving throws. Does this include V-Man, who is still spirit projecting? No. I got an 18. 14 for Val. Nat 20 for Rolandir, which is a 35. <laughs> 19 for Brynir. All right, everyone but Val and Kelniace remain unaffected, but Val and Kelniace uh, sit down. Though the haze does not return, you are compelled to take this action. Is there any clear path up to this box where Dajik is watching from? Probably, but at this point, I think we'll need some initiative order. Vamak got a 12. I got 19. Rolander got 13. Critical failure for Val. Yay! It makes sense. I'm under compulsion right now of some kind. Brynir has 18. It will go Dajik, two players, Saronis, two players, Kalnias, the last player. Dajik, after commanding them to sit down and only seeing it successful to a couple of them, will say, Ugh, I'm getting bored of this scene anyways. Let's switch it up. Shall we, everyone? And he commands everybody to in the audience to shout and, and scream and get excited, developing a roar in the audience again. As this roar, you know, just builds to this great bellowing, everyone is going to take 18 psychic damage. And on stage, the set dematerializes and then rematerializes in the form of what looks like battlements or a barricade of sorts. It's a player's turn. Vamak was ready for this. And this box does it have, like, I'm imagining it's the box where Abraham Lincoln got shot. It's, like, open... <laughs> Like that's such a bad image, but it's like, know, it's like a theater box. I was I, I I was picturing more like the box where like 
you know, like in a coliseum where the emperor would sit and watch. Yeah. You ever seen Gladiator? Yeah, you ever seen Gladiator? Yeah, okay. you ever seen... Yeah, um, <laughs> you ever, yeah, seen, you ever Gladiator? seen Gladiator? <laughs> okay, okay. Hey, no, you ever seen Gladiator? Hey, have you... <laughs> There's not, like, glass or anything in front of... No, yeah, it's an open facade. Okay, nice. Then Vamak is going to whiz-wop Eldritch Blast Dajik in the back <laughs> to push him out of the box. Blast away. All right. Uh, the first one was a natural 20. The second one was a 23. And the second, uh, third one was a 21. Those all hit. Nice. And are you going the full 30 feet? Yes. I want to blast the Zeke as close to the party as I can. Granted, it's it's a ways, right? But maybe some momentum will carry as the Zeke falls. As each of the three impact the Zeke, he will take 45 necrotic damage and get blasted 30 feet out of the box towards the ground ahead. Dajik will be blasted out of the box and take an additional eight falling damage. As this as this happens to Dajik, he says, Ouch, that really hurt. So Rolander seeing Dajik being blasted off of his perch immediately starts rushing forward and meets him right where he lands and he's going to start slashing away with his sword. His two attacks. Dajik just wanted a good show. <laughs> I know. So one attack is going to be a 27. That hits. And the other attack is going to be a 21. That hits. The first attack as he rolls into it, really leaning into the momentum of Dajik coming into him, deals 31 damage as he just gives him a solid slice. And then his second attack, he's now got a better position on him. He's not moving. And so he's able to come down a little more solidly with a 45. As these blows just cut into Dajik, these two massive blows, Saronis actually runs, stopping just behind her land here and places a hand on your shoulder and says, it is not right that one should compel another to do something against their will, but this being is helpless now. You must not kill him. And readying his blade to strike again, Rolander looks at Dajik. Is Dajik visibly down and out, so to say? Dajik looks up to you with like a puppy dog pitiful face. Oh my freaking gosh. It's okay. very, it's very like overacted. Saronis <laughs> <laughs> like grips your shoulder a little harder and it's like, I'm not saying that this one does not deserve death, but we must be just in our punishment. Rolander doesn't say anything, but he does. He lowers his blade initially as if not preparing to strike again. But he's, but he's still standing his ground. He's not backing away. Dominique will go next. Upon seeing that Rolandir has lowered his blade and pretty consistently considering Rolandir the most absolutely crazy of all of them, Dominique instead shoulders his staff, slides in a small metal sliver into a little hole in it, and he uh, pulls the trigger. At who? At the Zeke. Fire away. <laughs> so he takes a shot. Unnatural 20. That hits. Uh, dealing three damage. <laughs> but also unleashing the spell web upon the body of Dijik, who is now anchored in place and covered in sticky spider webs. Just rolled three ones on a 3d8, guys. That was... That was pretty fun. That was pretty disappointing. <laughs> it was pretty disappointing. Brynir is going to immediately go up in between 
Rolandir and Dajik. He and he's gonna prepare himself for Rolandir to slash at Dajik. And or if Dajik starts to speak a spell, he's also gonna prevent that. Whichever happens first is what it'll do. Okay. Kalniace walks up to Dajik, who's you know webbed on the ground here, and she doesn't have her swords drawn. She just kind of pushes to the front. Everyone, I think, is off the stage besides Val at this point. But Kelnies just crouches down. She's like, there's some part of you in there that knows me, isn't there? Please, Mick. Excuse me. Like I said, my name is Dajik. All right. <laughs> Says with full confidence while wrapped up in these webs. <laughs> I know. He's, he's squirming in the spider webs. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> But now that I look at you, you look a lot like my friend, Kelas. And Kelnias just, like, kind of double takes. Great. Great. And she just, like, takes a step back, absorbing this. Well, if you're a friend, let me out of here. I don't know if I am. Roland, you're smiling. (laughs) (laughs) A malicious evil smile. That's the end of Kelnias' turn. She's not going to do anything else. Val is going to... I'm not constrained by this sitting command anymore, am I? No. Okay. Val is going to stand up. He's going to stay where he's at, but he's going to attempt to dispel the crowd via intent. He just wants to make them disappear. Okay, go for it. Here we go. Intent roll. That's the intent roll theme song. Some Someone add in some, some zazz and post. Make a note of that. <laughs> no, add zazz. Add zazz. <laughs> a 23 on the d20. <laughs> a a uh, zero, zero, zero on the d100. I don't know if that's a zero or a 100, but either way, it's, 100. it's not good for me. <laughs> that was the furthest you could have got. Like, So you're within range. <laughs> yes. By, by, by the exact minuscule bare minimum back in business baby <laughs> scraping by <laughs> so yeah uh, you intent away these ghostly figures in the crowd and this kind of din of clapping and cheering just immediately silences as these stone benches become empty and cold as a free action can Val talk to uh, Dajik I'll allow it okay he just shouts from the stage do you know Lunavra can you take us to her People, people, let's get the show on the road. What are you doing? He says in response to Val. They will kill you. Well, it's all part of the show, isn't it? Val just sighs and shakes his head. He'll stay where he's at. That's it for me. Before Dajik does something, Brynir roll insight. It's just like discerning what's a spell and what's just him babbling is kind of what this is. That's that's particularly difficult with Mick slash Dajik. <laughs> 14. Thank you. Okay, Dajik is is going to respond to all this hubbub and is going to say, "No, no, no. This is all wrong. Please, the show must go on." And he's going to summon golems made out of stone from the audience and they're going to capture the group and is going to escort them back to the stage. So as Dajik says, the show must go on, taking the place of the audience, rising from these now emptied stone benches, the the stonework itself molds into these golems that arise. Uh, a good, you know, hundred of them, at least, 
and start clomping toward the party in an attempt to restrain them and bring them toward the stage. There are a good dozen surrounding you at current time, so strength contests as stone golems are attempting to restrain you all. Dajik breaks out of the webs at this point. However, I think that at least might trigger Brynir's saved action. Yeah, I feel like that would. So what what was Brynir's, was it you were going to restrain him or how was that? We'll, we'll go with the grapple for now because I don't think I can draw my sword and grapple him, so. All right, athletics or acrobatics against Dajik. 25. All right, Dajik got a 21. So Brynir restrains Dajik, but now you will have disadvantage on your saving throw against the golems. As Brynir is restraining Dajik, he says, call them off. Call what off? The golems, fool. (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe I know what you're talking about. Onto the stage with you. Brynir's going to start choking Dajik. (laughs) Oh, jeez. I assume it's Brynir's turn then. This has taken up more than a reaction. Everybody that's my ally is going to get advantage on attacks and saving throws. I'm using my zealous presence as a bonus action. For uh, 26 to... That hits. Eight damage. You deal a whole eight damage as you try to choke out Dajik. And now these golems will try to restrain you. So why don't you roll a contest with disadvantage? The number to beat is 11. My first one was a 25, but my second one is a 16. (laughs) All right. Next player. Is anybody by Vamok's physical body? Val and Dominique are by you. Then... Val and Dominique, you can see Vamok's body, his physical form, even though it's not moving, it's still changing. His fingernails lengthen and sharpen into claws, and little nubs on his chin get a bit bigger and more pronounced and pointier, and his flesh just looks more gross, more sallow and necrotic looking. As the spirit Vamok assumes his form of dread and his physical body mirrors that, and he says to nobody because he's the only one in the box, but he says to himself, the strong survive, while the weak perish. And he's going to try to use intent to cause the ceiling to crack and like have stone and rubble fall onto where Dajik is. And everyone else. Yeah, wouldn't that yep. hit Brunier especially? <laughs> right, right. Uh, all right. Okay, that's 16 on the D20 and 58 on the D100. Um, that is exactly the number I rolled. Ooh, dang. We're gonna die. <laughs> oh my goodness. You critically succeed in this. Vamak, like, you see his spirit, one foot rests propped up on the railing, and you see him stretch out his hands. He's almost balling his hands into fists, and he yanks down. As he yanks down, you just hear this big crack. And then you see some of the stonework come loose, and then it starts to fall. Big chunks of stone start to dislodge and come loose. Let me roll a d20 here to figure something out. All right, that's a pretty good number. Around 19 tons of stone. (laughs) That's not insignificant. Uh, No, that's about like, you know, 19 dump trucks worth of stone. (laughs) Wow. So 19,000 pounds of stone fall from the ceiling in great chunks and bits of gravel, crushing the space between the stage and the box in its entirety as Rolandir, Dajik, Brynir, a lot of stone golems, 
Kelnias, and Seronis are completely buried by, as I said, 19 tons of rubble. Seronis takes 74 damage. Kelnias takes 88 damage. Dajik takes 87 damage. Rolandir takes 56 damage. And Brynir takes 61 damage. I'm at 2 HP. <laughs> Conscious. <laughs> Half of the stone golems in the amphitheater are destroyed. That was a minor wound for Rolandir. Rolandir's leg is crushed. Uh, you will be able to move at quarter speed until that is fixed. What do the stone golems do now that anyone who they could conceivably try to take to the stage is not accessible? Do they start moving the rocks? They just stop. Okay, unhelpful. Are we still on initiative order? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I guess it's Seronis's turn. There is a brief flash of light and then the rubble shifts in a strange way as Seronis leaves the initiative order. He's like peace out guys. <laughs> this is what happens when you get involved with us. Before this happens, Rolander feels invigorated as you receive 26 hit points. Oh, thank you Seronis. And you hear in your mind remember to show mercy and judgment and place your faith well. I am going to make my way over to Kelnias. Is there? Does anybody have like a limb poking out that I can touch, or no? Absolutely not. You can't see a darn I thing. I can't see nothing. Okay. How tall would you say the mound of stone is at this point? Um, it reaches almost up to the hole in the ceiling that Vamont created. Okay, well that's not good. Can I? I would like to position myself somewhere where I can like make an investigation check to determine exactly where at least one member of the party is, preferably <laughs> Kelnias or Brynir. <laughs> But if it's Rolandir, I'll take Rolandir. <laughs> you see the foot of Rolandir sticking out, and you're like, I can't find anyone. <laughs> I didn't see that. We'll willfully ignore that. Um, I that's I mean, I'm making an investigation check, I guess, with my action. 27. Just looking from the outside looking in, there that's a great role, but there isn't really a way to ascertain that. Okay. You can make your best guess as to their relative positioning based on where they were before the ceiling collapsed. That's probably not worth the risk. Is that my action or can I do something with intent? I'll let you okay, do something, thank you, Rang. Since that didn't warrant anything. You're, you're so generous. <laughs> um, I'm going to just intent lift or otherwise disintegrate turn into dust the stone over Kelnias. We'll go with her. 18 on my intent roll. 37 on the D100. Oh. That's one outside the threshold, so that fails. No! Scraping by and failing! Oh, that's disappointing. Is that the end of Val's turn then? Oh, yeah, for sure. What is the general size of each one of these stones? Oh, it's, it varies. Some of them are pebbles, and some of them are uh, room-sized blocks. Okay. First off, Dominique is going to turn to Tim. Just says, Tim, can you... Find them. I think with your size, you should be able to move between the stones. So he's going to send Tim to do that. And I mean, I think that's all he's going to do. For now, all he's going to do is see if he can find anything out from Tim. Okay. Does Tim move after your initiative order then? Yeah, he goes right after me. Okay. If you'd like to make Tim do an investigation check. Sure would. Got a 19. You find Kelnias. Okay. Upon finding Kelnias, Tim will first initially check and see how she is. You know, is she still alive? Did he just find her you know, dead body crushed underneath the rocks? She's unconscious. Then he's going to move back up to uh, report back, and we'll see what Dominique can think of next round. 
It's Kelnice's turn then. That's one failed death save. And moving on. What is Rolandier's current predicament? Can he dislodge himself from where he is pinned? Is he immobile? Unless you're exerting some kind of great magical force, you are unable to physically free yourself. Okay, and I can't see any other people around me, right? No. Okay. <laughs> well, he's going to do the only thing he has in him right now, which is intent. He is going to essentially feel all the points at which he is being held down to the ground with, and he's going to attempt to not project, but dislodge these these rocks to give him room to find his way out. He doesn't want to, while also not collapse, causing a collapse of other things on him. Okay, you want to mine your way out <laughs> with intent. More like a lift. He's just going to lift everything up to give him enough room to maneuver. There's a lot of things on top of you, so give it a whirl. You doubt my power. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Anakin. Arm wrestle the DM. <laughs> <laughs> we got a 26 on my D20, and my D100 is an 89. You are about 50 numbers off, so you were unsuccessful. All right, then can I do a free action and yell? Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Then Rolander does so. He lets out just a belting roar and, you know, letting people know where he's at. Okay, back to the top. It is Dajik's turn. Dajik, just being crushed by the ceiling, will say, And scene. Oh, you really brought down the house. Remember, actors, for this next scene, it's best to immerse yourselves into the play. It is worth noting, Dajik's voice has always been, like, amplified in this this theater and so everyone can hear them speak regardless and with that Dajik is going to teleport everybody including himself onto the stage uh, of those who are not already there and as he does so as you get to the stage the stone of the stage is going to start creeping up your legs in whatever position that you were when you were teleported to consume your body besides Dajik and after that happens and you're encased by the stone of the stage, Dajik is just going to trill his fingers as if saying goodbye and is going to teleport himself out of there. That happens. So Vamok's spirit form in the box is unaffected, but all the physical bodies are on the stage and this stone has kind of coalesced Full Metal Alchemist style, shaping from the ground, like taking away where it needs to, and starting to mold onto your bodies about up to everyone's waists. Can I counterspell that? You can try. It's gonna take one heck of a roll. Kelnaeus is also on stage. She is standing upright, and if this does happen, the stone, she's just like hanging over the edge. I rolled a 19. Well, this is gonna be an intent counterspell. What do I do? Is it different from a straight counterspell? Yes, but you are going to roll intent, as you would. In addition to my counterspell roll? Nope, you don't expend a spell slot. I'm keeping that roll. <laughs> 31 on my d20. 49 on my d100. You are successful in stopping the stone. <laughs> you are unsuccessful in stopping the teleport. I'm, I wasn't trying to stop the teleport, so that's fine. So as the stone begins to like creep up, everyone as they are teleported to the stage and Dajik waves their little goodbye and blip, Val is able to reverse this process. The stone just kind of flakes off you and you're able to break free of these paper-thin encasings 
but the stage is still, you know, pockmarked with these weird craters where now the stone had been kind of folded up onto you. And the golems just are standing inanimate. Is everyone okay? Kelnias obviously is not. Um, I'm going to straight to Kelnias. I'm going to try to heal her via intent. Okay, intent it up. Another 31 and a 27 on my D100. That will not be enough. Oh, and the encounter has ended. Rolandier then kind of hobbling along with his leg crushed, just lays a hand on Kelnias and he's going to give her 50 HP. She just... (gasps) Gods above. What... She just looks past you at this pile of rubble and past the pile of rubble to the spirit form of Vamok staring down in the spectator box. Oh, he's he's not staring. He's actually, he's laughing and he's smiling. <laughs> and you see like his, as, as he's laughing, his spirit starts to materialize into like his physical form. And you see like his physical form be like transported to where he's at. Oh, is that how that works? That's cool. He's he's laughing, and then he's going to jump down from the box onto this pile of rubble. Which is probably, like, level with it at this point. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> Rolandier turns from Kelnaeus and just looks up at Vamok, and is just like, Vamok, what the hell was that? That was power. Magnificent, pure, unadulterated power. Rolander just looks around at everyone else and he says, and I'm the idiot. Please. You are both stupid. We have established that. I've had enough of this. This is power. And Kelnias is going to cast intent. Go for it. That is a minor success. So a powerful gust of wind just shoots from nowhere into Vamok and sends him spinning off the top of this gravel pile, kind of down onto the ground. Uh, and you'll just take 12 damage from falling. And Kelnius then shakily will get to her feet, and she'll cast intent again. You see moisture in the air, like, solidify, and then, like, wick onto her skin and be absorbed as it fills these lines, these patterns, to where they're now almost... Because, you know, in Mazkin... They have, like, these scarifications, but it's not as if a scar, you know, is, like, lifted. It's actually, like, an indent. And so these little, basically, geometric rivers in her skin are filled with moisture that solidifies into this, like, glowing, icy, white sheen material. Vamok would like to to roll his own intent roll now. Go for it. Um, That is a 32 on the d20 and a 74 on the D100. Uh, that is a major success. Gah! What is it? Not a critical success, a major success. You're within five. <laughs> okay, a major success. Then a sizable rock, maybe about the size of uh, somebody's torso. Uh, not Brynir's, not that big. <laughs> maybe Dominique's torso, right? <laughs> it hurtles out of the stone pile straight towards Kelnies as Vamok retaliates against her, and then he climbs atop the pile, and he says, Are you my next foe? And you see him, like, start to kind of, like, get into a battle stance. I can feel my blood boiling. If this is how it is to be, then I welcome the challenge. Can I counter-intent the stone? No. I think that one was pretty, uh, unseen. 
But Kelnes, with an action, is able to lessen that blow, and it clips her in the shoulder, and it still deals a good amount of damage. There is a thunderous clap in the air as you see Dominique. uh, He throws a a thin slice of metal on the ground uh, and a, a thunderous sound as people are deafened, basically. And he points his staff in the direction of Amok, uh, but his eyeballs are on Kelnies. And he just says, There are so many things that we could do right now, and your decision to fight is unbelievably foolish. Please, please, let us end this. We do not need to fight, we do not need to battle one another. Your foolish decision almost got them killed. It doesn't matter if they are strong, if they are weak. It almost happened. Their anger is justified. However, you did cause the end of that terrible possession. So please, let us think. Let us think, he says. Let us think about what? There is only one thing on my mind. Strength. Do you stand in my way? These etchings on Kelnias' skin glow a little brighter, uh, a more brilliant white, and she just glowers at Vamok. You should have left with Kadagas. You and him are the same. Kadagas. He seeks after some purpose. He has some stick up his ass. I am not constrained by such things. I seek only to be strong. Only to defeat the next foe in front of me. I seek only after power. That is the way of the mountain. The way of the Goliath. You're not a Goliath anymore. I can change that. And he's going to use intent on himself to try to morph himself (laughs) into (laughs) a Goliath. (laughs) All right, go for it. This could have dire consequences if you fail, just so you know. So I got a 30 on the D20 and a 98 on the D100. As Vamok, standing atop this pile of rubble, utters this this proclamation, I can change that. His form begins to warp and shift and grow back to the size of a Goliath. His skin changes in hues from blue to gray. These scarred etchings of the Mazkin seem to evaporate from his form, replaced in strokes like a paintbrush going over his skin by the tribal markings of a Goliath. And then holding a hand aloft as these Mazkin features change to these thick Goliath fingers, something stops. Something spasms, a little vein bulging in his palm. And then, like a pox spreading over himself, this amalgamation of deformity racks Vamok's body, causing one arm to become bulbous and monstrous with fingers far elongated past what's considered normal with sharp claws on one head. A horn spouts from one side of his head, just a single solitary spike that bleeds onto these tattoos as his bloodshot eyes are darting around the room and those below him. The muscles in his legs, in his abs, in his arms, engorge, and his fingernails elongate as if he's entering this form of dread, but in a more monstrous way. His very skin rips, unable to contain at parts of his body this transformation as Vamok returns to his Goliath form, 
but changed, malformed, and demonic. Light, little reddish-orange light, like embers of a fire rising from the stone, swirl around him. As only those who are very well-versed in the magic of Egadon know, as pure essence swirls around his form. As this whole transformation had been happening, Rolandir, knowing Vamok to be a very one-track mind kind of guy when he gets on his power rants, worked his way up the backside of this rubble pile, and at the conclusion of it is going to attempt to give him a solid knock on his noggin with the back end of his sword. As Rolandir makes a move, these ember-like particles that swirl around him form a hand similar to Vamok's own now, like, deformed demonic hand and grip your arm effortlessly, and Vamok is free to act. Um, looks like we need some new artwork. (laughs) (laughs) Vamok turns around examining himself, the monstrosity that he's become, and he looks at Rolandir, and he notices the sword that was going to come down on him, and he says, It wasn't supposed to be like this. And he takes one of his monstrous clawed hands, and he stabs it straight through Rolandir. 